Hi there and welcome back to Faith for Finances. My name is Sam Piercy. I am your host and today we are continuing a conversation with my guests Marlon and Susan Craker. We are talking about the money, the mission and the miracles. When God calls you into something and you have a comfortable lifestyle, there's a lot of people that are impacted by stepping out in faith. First of all, there's your spouse, then there's your family, then there's the ripple effect to your extended family and your friends and people that God brings along your path. And so today, we are going to talk about how all of these things come together to multiply God's goodness. Welcome back to Faith for Finances. This week I am joined again by Marlon and Susan Craker. They are full-time evangelists, but weren't always full-time evangelists. So for people that might have missed part one of our discussion, can you just briefly share, Marlon, your journey of following God's call? Sure. Just where we started off the police preacher yeah, thing yeah mm -hmm. uh, well uh, you know i gave my life at around 18 to jesus and at that time led me to school felt i was to be a preacher a policeman and through circumstances and how he leads definitely felt the call into policing we got married saw god uh, lead us out to uh, saskatchewan with the rcmp mm -hmm. and embarked on a career uh, but uh in time, he uh, he started to pull us into the other call that I had uh, when I was younger. That call being both of us because of our marriage. We definitely really believe God that he's called us together yeah. in what we do. So, you know, in our journey into ministry, it's been one of, of having like-mindedness. And yeah. uh, God led us to quit the RCMP and join up with the municipal police force because we wanted stability for our children and we were yeah. wanted a dream home and God gave us all of that but then he started to to give us the call into ministry and uh, you know God's really good at giving us the desires of our heart yeah. and implementing his call at the same time yeah but he gives us a free will and a free choice to be obedient and mm -hmm. to walk in his purposes for our life so right. it's been been that journey and I think um, the last time we were talking, we were talking about the big decision. Yes. We'd taken a 10-month leave of absence, saw God supernaturally provide, and um, <clears throat> now we're faced with this call that didn't go away. We thought it would go away. Yeah, you could just... But it got stronger. It. Yeah. You know, it didn't, yeah. it didn't get any weaker. It got stronger, uh -huh. and I remember crying out before God, what do I do? And, and Susan, you know, uh, as a mother, uh, understandably, uh, had concerns our kids needed braces, and they needed this and that, and being with the police force we had all the benefits and yeah and all those good things that provide security and now we're saying give it up because you know obviously there's not not many of those benefits in the mission field uh and so <laughs> in particular where we were going yeah. i mean i'm sure there are those that have those we didn't have that option but um sure uh we had talked about how as a couple we believe god very much works in both of us but at different times yes so being yeah. sensitive to that as a husband and 
having our discussions together. I remember one time we were in front of our fireplace in this in our dream home that sure. we had built. Yeah. And we were discussing this and I'm saying, Susan, I've got such a call. You know I'm called and I, I feel we, we have to make a decision. And mm. and she was saying, but what about our kids? They need braces and how are we going to cover this? Yeah. And, you know, all those things that are concerned to her. And and, yeah. and at that time, she was reading a book by Lauren Cunningham, who was yeah. the founder of YWAM, Youth with a Mission. Yes. At that very second, oh. that very moment she's reading, and he writes in there, he says, if your kids need braces, God will provide. No. And so <laughs> uh, that did it. That wow, did it. That's and, amazing. Um, yeah, never look back. Yeah, so then what happened was uh, the way that God actually fulfilled that was Yeah. Uh, I was a detective working as a detective with the police department, had a case with a local dentist. Yeah. I won't go into any details, but I, I he was a victim, mm -hmm. and I started to spend time as a believer, started to spend time with him, Yeah. You know, just discipling him through this, mentoring through him, encouraging him. And uh, he said to me, he said, uh, uh, Marlon, I want you to know that whatever you do, I'm going to completely look after your family's dental needs. And I said, well, we just wow. sold our house. We have money now. I can pay. He says, no, no, I know what you're doing, where you're going. And whatever you need, I'm going to do it. So he totally took care of all of our dental needs, all of our wow. kids' braces. He still does to this day. That's amazing. So God, you know, is so, so faithful. And in, in he gave, you know, the word says he, he does exceedingly abundantly. And, and in that case, he did because we've had dental procedures we probably wouldn't have had to do. You know, right. but, but God in his goodness has blessed us. And so there was a real solidifying fact that God was going to look after us. And, yeah. And so I put in my, one of the reasons that, one of the ways mm. God's works as well, I'd say this, is that um, he works with our desires, with yeah. our heart, you know, yeah. and where he's leading us. And he looks after us in that process. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, leaving the police force was not an easy thing to do. A lot of my identity, a lot of security. Uh, I'm not making light of this because I wept the day I did it. You know. Yeah. Well, I I wept the day. Actually, I, I don't know if I wept, but I felt it inside. I definitely felt it inside, even when I left the financial world. Right. Because you what you step outside, and then it's like, uh, who are you? Yes, your identity. Yeah, your identity, and but you've I been sharing on that. Yeah, I think the wonderful thing about that is that God, you know, God, and it's a process. He's so graciously loving as our father, as our daddy. Mm -hmm. to show us because so many of the things we do especially as men yeah you know really define our identity mm -hmm. and he so you know to, i always say that yeah. the heart of the father for us the most important thing is our own character development mm -hmm. over and above what we do for him yes because that's just the kind of father that he is yes and yeah. he does want us to do great things in the kingdom but he more importantly wants us to understand who we are in christ jesus and what the lord's done for us in that yeah and the identity that he has for us in that so that out of that life ministry faith finances provision ministry all flows out of that identity yes and uh he's it's taken it's been a process because there's certainly times when i and we both had times where we Boy, we were in doubt and disbelief of what we're doing and what we needed. And, you know, in the first year of ministry, God gave us 24000 We needed $24,000 for plane tickets just for our family. Yeah, never mind the food and the accommodation oh, yeah. and all the other things that yeah. you need. Yeah. yeah and God provided. He provided. In fact, uh, yeah, yeah, it was really quite amazing. And, uh, and not to say that there hasn't been times when we've been on the ropes you know sure and then you're in, you yeah. hang there and you're by a thread yeah. and you, you don't know yeah. and of course the the doubt creeps in there sure um yeah. so you said something about the 
the you guys always are we're here to serve we're here to serve we're here to serve and it's really interesting because we are called to serve and Jesus came to serve and as we serve and as we share him and as we we shine that light it's it's almost like that becomes a seed that multiplies because you just shared about the braces I mean obviously Lauren Cunningham had a story about the braces either through his life or through somebody else's life and in that very moment I mean we learn from other people's experiences how they have been the recipients of serving or how they have served and it does become contagious mm -hmm. because when somebody has a heart to serve you want to serve back and it's it multiplies his blessings yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so what about your so you read it it cemented so then you actually had to follow through Mm -hmm. And yeah. how were your kids with all of that? Uh, you know, it was a big thing. We left, you know, especially for my son, out on an acreage. We had animals and, you know, we had yeah. motorbike and all the fun stuff. And, you know, it was sacrificial for them. But at the same time, we ended up selling that house. Because before we told the Lord that we were willing to sell this house to pay for this mission trip, our 10-month, you know, yeah. we'll, like, but it didn't sell. And the market mm. was very good. There's no reason it shouldn't have sold. Someone came to us prophetically and said, I believe that in this season, God's not going to sell your house because he wants you to learn to trust him. Oh. And uh, it didn't mm. sell. But he provided a renter, uh, looked after the place immaculately. It was totally God. She yeah. she was in need of a home that we had. And, you know, God's always working in so many ways. It's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. The presence and love of Jesus and how he fits things together is incredible. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but we came back and we ended up uh, uh, saying, we still had the burden to sell that home. Yeah. You know, that dream, that our dream, because we had such a call to ministry. We ended up selling the house in two weeks. We put a sign up, just a little red for mm -hmm. sale sign on the fence. In two weeks it sold, just yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And we ended up buying an, a, a house in town Mm -hmm. and basing ministry out of medicine had and the lord we stayed with team extreme and impact world tour doing evangelism sure. so we always yeah. travel together and and even like you know in our presentations obviously it was me up there but our ministry was we said the biggest ministry we have is as a family and a couple yeah and uh operating as best we can by the power of the holy spirit you know to be his vessels and yeah. so we took our kids and soon as we traveled to, I think about thirty, roughly thirty something different nations, preaching the gospel, some multiple times, and so our kids grew up in this environment. Yes, yeah. yeah. Now you shared your, your priorities, your relationship with God, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your kids, and then your career. I think is, is, you yeah. might have used different words, but I have heard stories of. We hear lots of stories how it's one one person out in ministry and you know leaving the family. You know, I'm sure that's okay for some, mm -hmm. but it's everybody's going to be different. Yeah, right? you know, there are probably some spouses that in some couples that are going to say no. We're going to stay home and we're going to give the kids the home and the maybe the home yeah. school no, and the this and the that yeah. and that that's okay too. I, I think what we want to um, yeah. encourage people Absolutely. is. It's I would say this, individual. I would say this, that God has a specific plan and grace is the empowerment to fulfill it. Yeah. So yeah. for us, it was like Susan was homeschooling then. Mm -hmm. uh, he was preparing us to travel as a family. Yeah. And that was what he put on our heart. Mm -hmm. um, and, but I do think, I do think it comes back to identity. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It comes back to understanding who we are in Christ because yes. a lot of times ministry becomes identity and it, 
mm-hmm. overrules the responsibilities that God has given us as fathers, husbands, wives, mothers in the home. Sure, or your career, or your position Absolutely. as a spouse, or where you live, or the type of home you live in, the type yeah. of car you drive, the type of this, or the type of that. That can become your identity for sure, for yeah. sure. And so, and yeah. I would just also add that I believe, based you know, on the word that my first avenue of ministry was my children and my family yeah and so to me that was my priority they were your first mission field that was my mission field yeah. <laughs> to disciple them that's awesome and raise them yeah and i couldn't do that if i wasn't around so yeah. that was my convictions mm-hmm. and that's what god put in my heart and he fulfilled it and he provided for us to take them right through up until the point of time that they they've all uh they all are married now yeah. they're, they're married christian spouses god's blessed us in that way and uh, they're doing well and you know that experience shaped a lot of them in a lot of ways but they are all on their own journey as well yeah so, oh yeah we of course it's yeah. an individual and yeah. yet it's it's still it's one right yeah. we're all one body and yet mm-hmm. we're um i want to have some time to talk about how things multiply and the the miracle mm-hmm. in your family because of course there's miracles around the world there's miracles in people that in lives that you'll never see again but when there's an actual miracle in the life of your family it's like everything kind of comes together in that mm-hmm. moment and you want to share yeah. the miracle grand no, i'd love to yeah um so as our family grew got married the extended family grew and we have um four grand sons from one daughter mm-hmm. and our son and daughter-in-law were now pregnant yeah and this was just a year ago this time yeah and and they had gone for their ultrasound, their first ultrasound, and they had gotten a call back from them, the ultrasound clinic, that that uh, they needed to redo an ultrasound. Yeah. They had thought that maybe something was wrong with the baby. Mm-hmm. So they did go back the following week, and they had phoned us that evening, and they were quite concerned, fearful, you know, you go through many of the emotions because the diagnosis that they had given this little baby wasn't a good one. Sure, and, doubt. Yeah. yeah, and so the diagnosis was that the baby had a diaphragmatic hernia. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what happens in the diaphragmatic hernia is that the hernia opens up on the diaphragm, mm-hmm. there's a split, and it allows the organs like the stomach, the intestines, um, liver, whatever, yeah. to go up, slide up between into the chest cavity, and it can rest on the obviously it could rest on the lungs or the heart, and cause some serious damage mm-hmm. for future development and for later birth right. in life. Yeah, and so they had told us that, and um, you know, we were surprised that our child would. Um, that they not only it's your first baby so your heart goes out to them as a parent Mm -hmm. and as a mother to to know that all along that your baby has something um, going on life-threatening yeah and um, and so that was a concern so anyways Mm -hmm. we went to prayer and uh, two days later um, I was woken up in the morning and I know that I know that I had a I had a clear Mm -hmm. uh, vision dream yeah um, of the Lord gave me a i have it all in color in my mind yeah and he gave me a dream saying that uh, he put his hand into my daughter-in-law's stomach through the baby and he went up through the through the um hernia yeah and pulled with both hands he pulled the 
um, intestines, the, or, well, the organs. Yeah, the organs. Pulled yeah. them down, yeah. mm -hmm. and he patted them into place, and he yeah. said, there. And I heard him say, there, it's all good. Yeah. And then he took his hand, and he pushed the hernia back in, mm -hmm. and he smoothed it back and forth with his right hand, and he said, there, he's healed. Yeah. And I took that, and I, I woke up, mm -hmm. and I was quite emotional when I was sharing this with Marlon yeah. and with my daughter-in-law. eventually mm -hmm. shared it with her, too. Yeah. And other and mm -hmm. my other daughter, and um, and was moved to just pray. And all of a sudden, I just know that I know that the Lord yeah. just gave me that infusion of faith to believe in things, hope for certain of things that you don't see. Hebrews eleven one. Yeah. And we started praying, and I started declaring and believing the word. Mm. And with that came the power of the word of Mark 11, Mark 11, 23, yeah. 24, just jumped out at me. Mm. And, you know, Jesus said, mm -hmm. Jesus said, he spoke it and he said to the people, he said, have faith in, or um, say to the mountain, yeah. um, command it to go, believe in your, or don't believe doubt, in your heart, don't but doubt, believe yeah. in your heart that what you say will happen. Yeah. And I just took that, and I and I believed it. I declared it with many other amazing faith scriptures of healing yeah. for this little one, and and um, took it until it went right on for four months yeah. till yeah. December. Right. So, so the the punchline, the the <laughs> the end result is. Well, we we the, I just think it's important to say we did a number of things. One is okay. obviously God gave her the vision. Yeah, and you have to guard faith. Yeah. <laughs> but to guard faith. The word Jesus said there's those with no faith, those with little faith, those with great faith. Yes. And there are times when he's called us into these steps of great faith that yeah. you don't want to be sharing with people even of little faith. Sure, because, because then they'll take the, and snatch it away, right? Well, they'll they'll sow the unbelief so right into it. Obviously yeah. we partnered together and it's very much about community, but we looked for people who we knew that had great faith. The the prayer of agreement. First between the two yeah. of you. And what about your kids then? Because they've been on this journey with you. So, well, they had been on this journey with us. However, um, and we told them, and they they believe it. They agreed yeah. with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it was with our other friends and mm -hmm. friends that mm -hmm. um, really were of great faith yeah. Yeah. to believe it. Because I think that, you know, faith is progressional. So even though we... I've seen God do lots of miracles. We, we've been learning much, much more about faith even the last 10 years sure, since yeah. our kids have gone. Mm -hmm. And, it's, and we, they totally pardoned us in prayer. We'd say, believe and don't, don't, don't speak out words of doubt. Believe, believe, believe. You know? Yes. Yeah. And uh, so that's how we, we operated in that. So we will just fast track till December yeah. of last year, 2019, and my daughter-in-law was to be induced. Mm -hmm. We were called about, to be induced mm -hmm. um, December 21st. But I just knew that I knew that we were supposed to go up there for Christmas time, up yeah. into the Edmonton area, mm -hmm. um, a, a day before we were normally going to travel. Yeah. Okay. And I just felt in my heart that we need to go up there, lay hands on my daughter-in-law, and pray, believing for complete and total healing. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Because because she had been getting regular ultrasounds. So obviously mm -hmm. nothing had happened to that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she was still diagnosed. So they were really 
really um, keeping track like, of like the baby's feeding development. Every it, two it, weeks. And so really feeding the doubt. Sure. They're feeding the unbelief. Correct. Sure. Yeah, I, I get it. We, yeah. we do get it. Yeah. But I always said, my God's bigger. With, mm -hmm. with man, it's impossible. Oh. But with God, all things are possible mm -hmm. to those who believe on his name. Mm -hmm. And his name is Jehovah Rapha. Yeah. And he is our healer. Amen. So we took that. We went up there. And um, timing-wise of everything for my son and daughter-in-law was yeah. perfect. And we laid hands on her and the baby and prayed believing for complete healing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the interesting thing is that my daughter-in-law didn't go for her last ultrasound before the baby's birth. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is because she was just tired of it. She says, we know what, what the diagnosis is. I don't need to go in. Right. It okay. is what it is, a diaphragmatic yeah. hernia, and it wasn't looking that great. Mm -hmm. So we prayed, and then the induction came mm -hmm. within the end of that week. Mm -hmm. And a uh, little beautiful baby boy was born and uh, he was whisked away. They said he, they won't even allow him to take a breath. He ended up taking a couple breaths before they intubated him and hooked him up to all sorts of lines. Yeah. And then they whisked him away in another, into the ambulance to take him away to another children's hospital, or to the children's hospital right, of okay. Edmonton. Mm -hmm. And uh, while they, my son and the baby had gone, my daughter-in-law was still in the in the delivery room and the yeah. doctor was fixing her up yeah. and was um say and he said to her you know if i didn't know what that what the diagnosis of the baby was i would have thought this baby was born healthy yeah and she didn't tell me that yeah us that but uh, the next day we went to see the baby and of course the baby is all has intubation and eyes are covered and totally sedated because they don't want it to breathe or have any mm -hmm. stress. Yeah. Like not yeah, breathe, sure. but yeah, they're intubating <laughs> have it to, to breathe. breathe. Yeah. But yeah, um, it was um, just a time that I just knew when we came in, I just said, this baby's healed. Yes. I know. He Amen. Is. In Jesus name. Yeah. So let's loop this back around to the faith for finances. Because as we were talking before, there's different levels of faith, and there's a progression, and then there's even there's the multiplication. Because on your very first missions trip, right. you saw all of these deaf ears be opened, yeah. um, and but you had made the commitment to your family, and so now here your family is, and you're walking it through. You're walking through a faith journey for provision, a faith journey for the fulfillment of the purposes. And then all of these little seeds that eventually multiplied, so stuff that you had seen for others, stuff that you had prayed for others, and now it came forward in the life of your grandson. And I have watched people that we all know that if there's a health issue, finances all of a sudden just go right out the window. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't, it's insignificant. Mm -hmm. If you've got to go, you're going to go. Right. If, if you're sick yourself, and yet it causes extra stress on people, the financial issues, the ability to go or not go or pay for medical help, or like you said, even the braces and you know some of those things, they, they're all medical issues. They're all really, really connected and it's all faith. And so taking that step and, and intertwine it. So we have about just a, a minute left. Well, we, we, do <laughs> have to, we, we do have to say this. Yes. <laughs> they did multiple tests on yeah. our grandson. And in nine days, they came back. They slowly took everything off him. They came back and said, we don't know what's happened, but he's completely healed. So, yeah. And they said, no baby gets out of this hospital that quickly. So that is the great story, is that so, God did 
bring a, bring a miracle healing and yeah. they said we never see babies get out of this hospital i've never seen this in 20 years some of the nurse said yeah. isn't that amazing so you know yeah and uh, nine days they were walking out healthy whole and went and healed and, healed and healed yeah yeah, yeah. He, he, healthy whole and healed and the the, the supernatural you know mm -hmm. god's provision god's um supernatural ability to heal god's power at work yeah. within you to fulfill the purpose yeah. and that's just the beginning because yeah. you're not you're not done now there's definitely yeah. no no he multiplies it yeah he multiplies it and i would say yeah. this that just personally in conclusion that that the word says that that our faith is pleasing to god yeah and you have to step out of the boat if god has called you yeah and it's not easy but he gives you the grace to do it and the belief that he will supply every need obviously finances is the biggest thing that mm -hmm. you're believing for sure because you need it to do ministry you need it to evangelize you need it to live you need it to bless you need it in all aspects yeah. and uh you know god is takes us a different list. we're on a different journey now it's yeah. a higher level of believing and it's really believing what the word says yeah. and ultimately that's what god wants his heart is for us as his children amen. to know that amen. he is 100 percent faithful amen and he amen. will meet our needs and he's there for us through the whole journey yeah it's not just 100%. financial needs it's every aspect of life yeah. But ultimately, he wants us to know him as daddy through the blood of Jesus and all that Jesus brings to us. It's, it's so beautiful. It's, him. it's so beautiful. Truly. There's so much. I mean, really, he we seek him with our whole heart and all of these things will be added unto us. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Marlon and Susan. Mm -hmm. You can find out more about their ministry when you visit faithforfinances.com. We have a whole bunch of, of scriptures that are organized we've got the prosperity scriptures or the, the scriptures for financial increase we've got healing scriptures you can get all of that at faithforfinances.com and so um, just take the step and then the next step and he will meet us there because he promises and, uh, god bless we'll see you next week yeah.